Last time I talked about um, how we can help others when they are facing depression. So today I want to talk to those of you that are yourself experiencing struggling with depression. What help can you find? And once again, I want to repeat that depression hits in a variety of ways. We all have different experiences of it, although there is some commonality and the causes are different. So first of all, I'm going to share some personal reflections here, uh, but I wouldn't want to be prescriptive. And secondly, where possible, I would encourage you to start by seeking to identify where there might be underlying causes that will help you get the right kind of support and treatment. But actually in the early days, you may just not even be able to work that out. Just a sense of overwhelming darkness and bleakness and sadness and lack of energy and weariness, weariness, tiredness and weeping. And so the very first thing uh, has to be uh, moving to get some kind of stability, some kind of anchorage in life. And that's one of the ways in which medication can help. If you injure yourself physically and you are carrying a lot of pain and it is impossible for you to do anything, in that stage you may not be able to think straight because of the pain, you may not be able to move about much, then the very first thing you want to do is, is treat the symptoms. That's the right thing to do. Uh, to take painkillers, uh, to take uh, medication, uh, anti-inflammatory medication. Uh, if uh, there is uh, swelling to get, um, you know, if you've twisted your ankle or fallen or broken something, then there may be an initial stage of, of doing something to get the, the swelling down. You know, the, the ice and heat and elevate kind of treatment uh, to stem the flow of blood putting pressure on a wound and then putting a plaster on it. And a lot of the medication, a lot of the medical treatment for depression, in my opinion, works like that. It's putting the plaster on, it's taking the painkiller, it's applying pressure to the wound, it's elevating, it's the ice pack treatment kind of scenario. So those are good things to do. See your GP, get prescribed an appropriate antidepressant. Again, finding the one that is helpful and works for you, being aware that different antidepressants work differently. Tell that through with the GP. And then get some rest, take some time off. Get signed off work if you need to. 
find space to sleep, particularly if you've been struggling to sleep at night. We are treating the immediate wounds and the immediate symptoms there. Fascinating, isn't it, when Elijah hits despondency, uh, he has confronted Ahab and Jezebel, and then he hits despair and despondency. What does God do? God takes him out of the situation, allows him to sleep, feeds him, refreshes him. And God looks after Elijah's, Elijah's practical care. I think that's uh, 2 Kings 19, uh, 2 Kings 18 and 19. So whatever the cause, deal first of all with those immediate physical symptoms. And then there are other things that you may find helpful. In my case, I found it helpful simply to listen to music, particularly Christian music and worship music. I found particular songs poignant, those that reminded me of God's goodness and love. So there is the song, The Goodness of God, that talks about God's faithfulness through life. Oh, the passion version of God, you're so good. Come thou fount of every blessing. Here is love vast as an ocean. Older hymns uh, like that. Um, I found a love that will not let me go particularly poignant to my situation. I found it helpful to read the Psalms and you may not feel able to read at the moment. And so actually listening uh, to scripture read here in an audiobook version of the Psalms, or having another believer, a friend, just read a scripture with you and pray for you without attempting to counsel or to talk things through. And we're just providing space, providing the scaffolding for treatment and, and healing. From there, I think it is right to go further. Now, as I've said before, there are occasions where, uh, despite every effort, we don't seem to be able to find a particular cause, a particular trigger for depression. And it's important uh, to be aware of that and not to go on searching and digging and delving and prying into the past in a desperate attempt to find it. In fact, that kind of digging into the past can be unhelpful. But at the same time, when just with a bit of thought and a bit of conversation, uh, we can see clues when we realise there were warning signs, when we realise where the challenges were, then as increasingly you feel able to look at those issues and address them, I believe it's helpful to do that. 
that includes recognizing the effects of our environment, our circumstances. And that may mean that the environment, the context that we are in is the right place to be. Uh, but we need a bit of help to think through how are we going to live, survive and thrive and be holy in that environment. That may, means looking practically at our lifestyle, at our priorities, at the choices that we make. It means looking at what God's word says about how uh, to live in a situation, particularly if the environment is a kind of spiritual warfare. What the scriptures say about that? Ephesians 5 and 6 are helpful on that. And it may mean recognising that this is not the right place for me to be, that God is moving me on. Those are conversations to have with your loved ones, with your family, with your wife or husband, with uh, your church. We will recognise that sometime, as I said before, the cause is the abuse, the violent words, the violent actions, the aggression, the bullying that you have experienced, the conflict that you have experienced from others. And again, that aggression, that violence, that harm needs to be removed. Now, it is my belief that when somebody is sinning by bullying or abusing and victimising with words and actions, that they are the ones that should be removed from the scene, that there is a responsibility on church leaders to enact church discipline. And I hope and pray that you're able to get help to make that happen. It isn't always possible and sometimes the only course of action is for you to remove yourself from a harmful and toxic situation like that. And particularly, I would say that if this is a, a, a domestic context situation, then you may need to escape, may need to run in that sense. I'd encourage you to um, approach organisations locally. Here we've got Sandwell Women's Aid, West Midlands Women's Aid, organisations that provide refuge and safety for victims of abuse. And then we need to look at where we need to take responsibility ourselves. And that could be that um, our depression is actually a consequence of choices, decisions, wrong decisions, foolish decisions, even sinful decisions and choices that we made in the past. Not because depression is caused by sin, not because suffering is a direct result of sin, um, generally and always, uh, but because our actions, our decisions, our words do have consequences. And sometimes painful consequences for us. Also because 
in the context of depression, depression itself can be a trial, a suffering that leads to temptation to respond in unhelpful or sinful ways. For example, to try and um, hide and mask the pain through addictive behaviours, through the use of alcohol and drugs, that would be an example of that. For when we take out our lowness in irritation at others, at least to further isolation. So it's right with the helpful of help of other people to examine and to address those issues. But we have to address them through the gospel. This will not be about me and you trying harder, doing better. Rather, we come to the God who forgives, who cleanses and who justifies. The medicine that you need to be applied to your life for spiritual depression is grace. And so I would encourage you, because I think this is a good thing to do anyway, just to remind yourself of the gospel. And again, if you've reached the stage where you cannot read or process things for yourself, just get others to remind you. Again, listen to podcasts that talk about God's grace. Listen to audio recordings of scripture that talk about the gospel. Listen to sermons that apply gospel grace to your life. Hear the encouragement of friends. So those are some helps that I've found, that others have found as well. It is crucial that in our approach to depression that we centre on grace, that we centre on the love and forgiveness and healing mercy of God. We will find a, a number of things that are practical and helpful to our own situation. You may be able to identify, identify more from your experience, and I'd encourage you to contact me and to share what you've learned and what you've experienced as well. Thank you for listening in today, and I hope the rest of your day goes well.